and welcome to the ADHD podcast. I'm Tara Pratt and today we're going to be talking about ADHD and the law of attraction or spirituality and self-help. Now this one I'm very excited about because I've just always loved the law of attraction. I found there's a lot of us ADHDers that are interested in the law of attraction. I'm part of a book club called um, Law of Attraction Changed My Life by Francesca Amber and I'm finding more and more of us in there but generally whoever I meet who is a fellow ADHD or undiagnosed one actually I don't know any who were diagnosed as kids I seem to be bumping into everyone diagnosed as an adult um we've all got this interest in spirituality in some way so I'm very excited for this subject today and I hope that you are too so the reasons why we are interested in the law of attraction and these are all my own opinions guys hopefully they resonate with you if they don't take what you need and leave what you don't honestly if it doesn't fit with you it doesn't mean I'm wrong or you're wrong this is just something that I hope you'll resonate with we tend to be magical thinkers this is quite well known about ADHD we are the ultimate optimists we believe in our potential and we believe it's just never-ending. If someone said to us, do you think you could be prime minister or the president? We kind of think we could if we put enough effort into it. We kind of feel like, well, yeah, I could. I just don't put enough effort in. But if I did, then yeah, I could. Um, So we tend to be magical thinkers. We also think outside the box and we make fast connections. And I think that makes us more open to ideas of something bigger. It also helps us to understand because there is a science behind the law of attraction. Um, You know, it's based in quantum physics and also neurology. It's the way our brain works. So we can kind of visualize that better. It's also a really stimulating subject um, and low, low energy, really, to consume content that's about the law of attraction. It's stimulating because it's novel, it's new, it's exciting. And it also feels like it probably would be a low energy way of achieving things, which obviously would attract us when we're low spoons. But actually, that's it's probably a myth. It's simple. It's a very simple concept, but it is actually quite hard, quite high effort to um, keep on top of it sometimes. We also tend to have a thirst for knowledge. I know I definitely am just never-ending searching for ways to grow and progress. That's what lights me up. That's what excites me. Um, And it could also be related to the consistent message from the outside world and society that we're not quite good enough, which a lot of people, neurotypicals included, have this underlying feeling of not being good enough. That is heightened when you're neurodiverse and that's like the negative thing that could push us towards spirituality and um, the law of attraction. So basically my introduction to spirituality was through my nan and uh, I was very very close to her and from a young age she used to teach me about reincarnation and how she didn't believe people died and they're around you and you come back. Just generally, she was very big on um, psychics. She used to go and visit fortune tellers and stuff. And we just really bonded over things like that. And to this day, I still have like a deep... I haven't thought deeply into it and how it works and stuff, but I just have like a deep-rooted belief in reincarnation and spirituality. 
and I do believe that's where it came from was from my nan in those early years and I still love that idea it gives me a lot of comfort and I kind of always had that sense of magic and magical thinking then as I got older another experience I remember quite vividly was one of my friends an older friend um I if you haven't listened to episode one, I grew up in the world of show business. I was a dancer and a singer and an older friend of mine got into quite a big band, um, girl band, and she had a number one and it happened so fast. It was like one day she wasn't in the charts and literally like a month, two months later, she had her first number one and it was such a big occasion, you know, we all went round to a house with the family and her nan was there and uh, we popped the champagne and then Nan saved the cork for me and gave it to me. And she was like, put that under your pillow and make a wish. It's a lucky cork. Um, and she also at the time recommended to me the book, The Secret. And I think I was about 16 years old, maybe not even 16. And that was my first introduction to Rhonda Byrne and The Secret. If you haven't read it before, this is the absolute basics probably of um law of attraction and what's good about it is it's a book but um it was originally a film so she made a film first so if you're not good at sitting down and reading books then watch the film it's basically lots of thought leaders just talking about how we attract things into our lives through energy it's all about vibrations everything vibrates at frequency and if you vibrate at the same frequency as something else that you want you attract it into your life that's the absolute basics it does oversimplify it a bit but for a 16 year old it was absolutely perfect and that is where my mind was blown a couple of years later in sixth form i saw an infomercial from tony robbins he is a huge huge thought leader um, he's worked with presidents major sports stars he is, I still love Tony Robbins to this day. So I saw an infomercial of his for his Get the Edge program and I ended up buying that. I think I bought a copy of it on eBay. I was only like 17. But I just loved his ideas and concepts. I couldn't live up to them, unfortunately, because it is quite... Um, I wouldn't say it's for males because it's definitely not, but it's very work hard, be consistent type of thing. Today, realising that I don't have that capability of the neurotypical consistency every single day, I'm still able to use his concepts because I know I can be consistent in the long term. So I've worked with myself to map out my good days and bad days on a monthly basis. I can kind of predict them now. So I know on a good day I can get those things done and I find it very beneficial. And on the bad days, I just ignore it. In doing all these things and getting into the secret and doing Tony Robbins and trying things out, I did notice a big correlation of that when I had a high vibe and my self-confidence was good, I did really well and so many good things came. The negative side of that came when I couldn't keep it up consistently. Um, trying to be positive all the time was tough and because I couldn't do it, I started to blame myself. I started to be really negative and self-critical. And that's when the burnout hits. And as soon as the burnout hits, any one of you will know oh, you just dump even more negative self-talk on top of yourself because you're like, oh, come on. And I think one of the things that are specific to ADHD is it's very hard to 
come to terms with the fact that on Monday, you can be your absolute best self. You can do 10 times what everyone else can do. You know you can do it. You have a winning day, you're so productive and you've got so much energy and you're great. And then by the Tuesday, before I knew it was burnout, I just think I was just couldn't be bothered and I'd be tired and feel just a bit bleh. You can't do those things, but in your mind, logically, you know you, quote unquote, can do them. So you think that you choose and not to do them, but it's not true. It's not a choice. Just because you can do something on one day and you can't do it the next doesn't mean you're choosing to be lazy. On one day, you have that energy and on the next day you don't because you're burnt out and that's what ADHD is and it's unpredictable. So that's where the negative came in was the positivity sometimes can be toxic. When people, when you're feeling in that place where you cannot do something, where you feel down and you want to think positive so you're trying really hard, you can do it to yourself or other people can do it to you where they're like, come on, just book up. Just, you know, if you think nice thoughts, nice things will happen as if you can think your way out of that. And the more you buy into that and believe it, the more negatively you talk to yourself. It's like a horrible cycle where you make things worse. And honestly, what I've found out over this past year after my diagnosis is the more I blame myself, the more I try and shake myself out of burnout, the more I fight it, the longer it goes on. If I can accept it and I can be like, right, this is annoying because I want to be productive today. I want to be positive today and I'm feeling burnt out and I'll accept that. Yes, it is annoying, but it's not wrong. It's not wrong because it's not under my control. It just is what it is. And if I can just lean into, okay, today's a burnout day. Let's write it off. If we can do stuff, great. If we can't, that's fine too. It just is what it is and allow it, it passes a lot quicker. So that is one of the downsides of following the law of attraction too strictly, I find. Sorry, that was my phone buzzing. Um, but on the flip side, it does give you hope when you're feeling low. It does push your mind to see that there are happier days ahead, that it is possible when it is in your control on a better day, you can use that time to focus your energy on positivity. And because you've been there and done it, you do know it's possible. So that's one of the happier things about it. It helps you to reframe, but it just needs to be done in a healthier way. And you need to just be kind to yourself, really. If you can be kind to yourself in the process, then you can stay at a better vibe. It'll still be a bit of a rubbish one. But if you keep blaming yourself, you're going to push yourself further and further down, which is the opposite of what we want, particularly in the law of attraction. It's okay and it's human to be low vibe sometimes, and particularly when you are neurodiverse. The trick is to try and be prepared for it and expect it. Know it'll pass. But also when you're feeling good, Try to plan for those days. What can you do? If you're having a good day today, stop right now and just scribble down on a piece of paper. Quickly type some bullet points in your notes. Or what I like to do, because I never look at my notes app, is I've set up like a WhatsApp group, just me and my husband, and I've named it ADHD 
um, tips and I just send little texts to him in there, but he doesn't read them. <laughs> They're just for myself. So I can find them in there because I spend a lot of time on WhatsApp. And yeah, I plan for those days and no burnout's coming now. I think before my diagnosis, I hadn't quite worked out that it was a pattern and that it was always coming. I always thought I could beat the burnout, that I could find a way to never be burnt out and I just had to get over it so because I didn't plan for it I couldn't help myself now that I know it's always going to come it's pretty much monthly um and because I know it's coming I'm like okay what can I do now when I'm feeling good that will help me out when the burnout comes so I can do a couple extra loads of laundry on a good day or I can search for I don't know an ironing service or something or I can planning some freezer meals things like that that will make my life easier when I'm burnt out and I also track track those days during the month so I can kind of predict when they're going to come and I try not to book too many things around that time I'm going off track here of course I am so um basically the law of attraction is an amazing tool I want to get into it more for sure in this podcast. It's kind of half why I called the company ADHD Fest. Um, Basically, the idea came from I want it to be a celebration of neurodiversity. So it's like a big celebration of us. But also the fest, I kind of in the back of my mind took from the word manifest because the law of attraction, I 100% believe in it. And whatever you want to call it, it's it comes in a lot of different explanations that aren't quite as woo-woo but they all lead to the same thing really when you do good things think good thoughts when you can put your best foot forward good things happen when you're open to opportunities you see them more often and that is all it is and I think that's such a big um, help for ADHD I do think when we're on our good days if we can put our best foot forward if we can be positive then it opens up the doors for us a lot more. But the caveat to that is we are neurodiverse and we cannot be super positive every day. No one can. Neurotypicals can't be super positive every day. But I feel like as an adhd we beat ourselves up for it just that little bit more. So there are a few... Um, other sources I'd like to share with you if you'd like to look in this more like ADHD friendly sources that I like. So one is the one that I mentioned earlier, Francesca Amber. She actually has a free podcast called um, The Law of Attraction Changed My Life. She also has a paid book club where she does like self-improvement, self-help books um, that I am in, but that's paid on Patreon. Go and have a look at her free podcast. It's out every single Friday and um she has talked a lot about suspecting she possibly has ADHD, which, to be honest, as soon as I started listening to her, I was like, this girl sounds like she's got ADHD. I connect with her immediately. So, um, but she is great. She keeps it fun. She keeps it interesting. It's not like super boring, step-by-step stuff. And she relates it to her real life. I also love, now this isn't Law of Attraction specifically. She doesn't say that, but I 100% think it is it builds it sorry what is the word I'm trying to look for basically it's a positive way of looking at your ADHD life so it helps you stay high vibe and that is the lazy genius um I think her name's Kendra Adachi she has an 
a book called The Lazy Genius, but she also has a free podcast. Check that out. Also, I like Emma Mumford. She, what is her podcast called? I think it's called Spiritual Queens. She, again, is not ADHD. She is all about law of attraction, but I just love the way she explains stuff. She keeps it interesting. And also she does all the extra woo-woo stuff like crystals and goddesses and stuff like that, which might be a bit out there for you. It was for me at first, but actually what I've found is it keeps it interesting. It's fun to try these things. And Emma says herself throughout, you know, not all of these things will resonate with you and you don't have to do any of them if you don't want to. They're just fun things to try. And then the other person is Denise Duffield Thomas. Denise has had three books out that I know of. She's had Lucky Bitch, Get Rich Lucky Bitch and Chillpreneur, which has now been renamed Chill and Prosper. And she also has a free podcast called Chill and Prosper. She, I followed Denise for a long time. She's always been about law of attraction and manifesting mostly money um, in Get Rich Lucky Bitch. They've been amazing books. Um, but she was recently diagnosed ADHD as well, which I'm finding more and more with the people that I follow that they are actually ADHDers and didn't know it either. Um, so that's probably why I connect with them. But yeah, they are my recommendations. Go check them out. Um, and yeah, generally, just don't force what isn't fun. When it comes to law of attraction, if it's not fun, stop. If you are having a down day and you can't be excited to visualize your next goal, don't do it. It has, it has to be fun. Otherwise, there's no point. If you're having a down day, just have a down day. Just chill. Just relax. There'll be another day you the burnout won't last forever so i hope this has helped you please do reach out to me send me messages send me comments like and subscribe because that helps a lot if you download this to listen to it that helps a lot too and it saves your data if you're driving download it on the wi-fi in the house and then you can listen to it while you're driving rather than streaming um but yeah i'm over on instagram at adhd fest i'm over on facebook under the same name i'm pretty much everywhere under adhd fest so come and say hello and I'm wishing you a brilliant day. Speak to you soon. Bye.